You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. in life are free but you can give them to the birds and bees i want money that's what i want that's what i want that's what i want welcome to morning's lone star lone star community radio live from the lone star community radio studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. It is 9.01. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning's Lone Star. Sitting with me today is going to be, of course, my co-host, Skippy. Hey, Skippy. Hello! It is July 18th, 2018. And we got a great guest today. Later in the next hour, around 10.15, where I have the Leaping Butterfly Ministries in the studio. Feel free to join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and comment us, comment with us live, <laughs> and uh, we'll try to reach out to you and give you a shout out and all that good stuff. That's on Mornings Alone Stars Facebook and of course YouTube. It's gonna be a beautiful day. Let's do some weather and traffic, then get on with the show. Sean, do you mind giving me some weather? I got the weather. It's 82 already in Conroe. Going to get up another 15 degrees. Going to get up to 97 uh, today. I know. Kind of uh, partly cloudy sunshine. Kind of gross is what it is. Yeah, it's a sticky. 88% humidity already. Already feels like 91. It's going to get up to 97. And then for the rest of the week, tomorrow, we're going to flirt with 99. And then looks like we're going to make it all the way up to 100. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday cooling down a little bit into the upper 90s uh next week so yeah no rain in the forecast only a one percent chance and uh weather uh wind coming out of the west southwest at nine miles an hour according to yeah. the official lone star weather tree outside my window well uh traffic it looks pretty dang good actually i-45 northbound southbound let's look at that in the montgomery county area i'm not seeing any accidents or instances in this area if you're heading to houston uh you expect some trouble right there on uh 610 after the Shepherd Curve, uh, Highway 69, I'm not really seeing any issues. There is a slowdown northbound on near Porter, but outside that, it's not really that big of a deal. East to west, over there in Montgomery, all the way to Cleveland, you're looking pretty good. Same thing with 1488 and 242. That's your weather and traffic update. We'll give you an update around 10 o'clock. So we're now on to the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was in surround sound. Wow, wow, wow. You know, you know I do. <laughs> So what's going on? Anything changed from yesterday? Anything neat? Oh, I got another day older. Really? Yeah, you know, it's just all there is to it. I'm just the Grim Reaper. Oh, is, gross. Is Not, so you're, no, never you don't have to talk at all me. for the rest of the day. That's yeah, wonderful. I'm just, yeah. No, no, no. A, 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 a decent day yesterday. Good weather. Got some work done. Going to get more work done today. Uh, great interview yesterday with Priyanka Jory. Uh, with you know Woodlands Eagle Realty, yeah, and Pyramid's Animal Sanctuary, and I had dog dreams last night, probably as a result of that. That's strange. You know, kind of puppies yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. So yeah, I got to give my dog back. Uh, uh, the the official Skippy household dog Zen that needs to come back home now that we're back in our house. So we're going to start making arrangements on that. He's been with a friend. Okay. Yeah, because we we couldn't have him in the hotels. Unnamed. Zen. 
No, unnamed friend. Oh, unnamed friend. Joe. Joe, you know who you are, Joe. So, so here's something, uh, an interesting story I came across. What's your earliest memory? If you, if you had to, like, dig back and— I would say preschool. Okay. I remember preschool because we lived right next door to the school. Like, my fence backed into the fence playground. Give me an actual, like, memory, though. Like, what were you doing? I remember I was sick. And my mom said, your school's next door. And I wasn't contagious, so I was going to school. Okay. This recent study that happened uh, with uh, City University of London, uh, where 2,000 individuals uh, claiming to have memories of being aged two or younger were put through the study, and they determined that 40% of them were false memories. Now, not like, you know, repressed memories, but just— Full out, like I watch too many TV shows and that, and or you different situations that happened before, yeah, right before or after it kind of melded yeah. into one particular memory. And I thought it was fascinating because you know, I, I am significantly older than you, so it's harder for me to think back on like my earliest memories. And I think, uh, one of them was it was my mother and I and, and my sister, but predominantly my mother, so my sister must have been in school. And my father was in Vietnam, so she was teaching me to dance to a Gladys Knight album. And that's one of my earliest yeah. memories, or dancing with me on it. So, uh, you know, and I'm wondering, was that just because she, you know, she played that Gladys Knight album all the time? So is that truly a memory, or was, it, was I just kind of putting things together? Very interesting study on that, that two-fifths of people have a fictional first memory, based on fragments of early experiences. And so just think about it. Your earliest memory may not be your own. I don't doubt, though. Like, there's some things in my life where I just don't question. I just keep going. And like, whatever. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So whenever anyone questions me, like, what did you do yesterday? I'm like, man, I have no idea. I'm actually glad you didn't follow up with me asking you because I was like, I think I did some stuff. I know I drank coffee. <laughs> I think what you should do is just play it off percentages. <laughs> Since I almost drink coffee every day, I'm like, there's like a 95% I had coffee yesterday. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure it happened. It's usually when I leave the house and I'm driving, it's like, did I lock the door? Well, I locked it the previous 10 days, so chances are I locked the door, and I hope for the best. Okay. Because I have no memory of actually locking the door unless I oh, those are always call it That's out. always one of my favorite mornings, too, is you go downstairs and you're like, oh, didn't lock the door. There's that. <laughs> or did I? Well, Holly and I have been, uh, we're doing stuff for the ticket sale about date movies. Date movies, okay. So I've been doing, I've been trying to do a date movie with her at least once a month and reviewing, like, is it a good movie? So we're going, we're doing the Twilight Saga. It's all available on, um, <laughs> I think it's Netflix or Amazon, one of those things. I, I, believe, I believe it's Netflix, but yes. I, I wouldn't trust myself either if I, if I knew because it's a memory and I don't trust my memory. So, I mean, we're just in trouble here, but... I do remember watching it. We watched a little bit yesterday, and it's really become one of those movies that you can only watch 20 minutes of. Yes. And it really is. And then what's great about it is we've gotten through two of them, and now I feel like I've watched about six of them. <laughs> right? Because I'm to the point where like I forget things. Like, I go, who's this guy? Was I supposed to know who this guy was? And, oh, God, don't ask that to a, a Twilight junkie, like a teen well, girl. She'll go, oh, my gosh, only, that's Barnabas. And he... Well, people need to check this out because it's a popular book. It's one of those hung, hungy games kind of things. 
And what what amazes me is you can almost tell the actors don't want to be in it. Mm-hmm. To the point where we're in this I think we're in the third one. And it was the uh, the scene locations were like two places. Opposed to like the first one where they were at the school, they were over here at this house, or they're traveling or whatever. Now it's like, hey, let's just do the whole movie in these two locations because we don't really want to go anywhere. Because I'm, I'm, I'm done with this movie. I wonder how much they got, ma- got paid, though. Well, that's the thing. Because I saw that it was a billion-dollar franchise. So, I mean, that's good. primary right? actor, since you can't suddenly not be in anymore after the success of the first movie, they had clauses in their contracts to say, okay, if this if the first movie makes this much money, then we get paid 30% more each. And so more money is going to the actors to yeah. keep them because you can't suddenly replace as much as I would have liked it, Kristen Stewart or Patterson with anybody else in the universe or just the whole script right could have replaced the whole script because that's one thing i've learned about that movie and those type of movies that are meant for girls is at the core there's a good movie but they he's a pedo but then it you know, that's what i'm saying then it goes into a little whirlwind of like why where's the logic here What's he's 200 years old and she's 17 that's so that's what's really weird to me that's a pedo because well, we don't know the vampire world we don't know what they do. I think I think if you're a vampire and you're over 100 years old, you don't care anymore. I really don't think. Well, that's, that's I, a lot of the Anne Rice like. vampires where they really just don't Yeah, I like care. that, though. Like, the Kristen Dunst character, that was awesome. But Patterson keeps on going to high and school. That's another he's, movie, by the cru- way. he's been cruising high schools for 200 years. Well, no, see, that's one thing. Like, why when they're trying to explain that, where they travel around, I go, why? Like, why would you? You're, you don't need to. Like, you could accumulate wealth if you have an opportunity to be mm-hmm. live forever. Why would you need? And just set yourself in a, a, a far north or far south location to where it's like 30 days of night. I think it's one of the most realistic vampire movies I ever saw where they pick a, a like a remote Alaskan town that's going to be in the dark for 30 days and <laughs> go to town. Hey, look, smorgasbord. We got an all-you-can-eat buffet for the next 30 days. Well, then again, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions. That but then you stay there. And you just set up your own shop there and, you know, eat, eat people. Meet people. Well, or... they don't eat people in this one. That's the whole argument. Yeah, and they glitter. Yeah. They glitter in sunlight. Yeah, see, there's, there's a fundamental difference between you and myself because I had a date night with, with Mrs. Kippy just the other night. Oh, you didn't watch Twilight? That's too bad. No, you no. Out. We it, watched Paranormal Activity 2. It, it did encourage great conversation with Holly and I. Oh, I'm sure it did. No, see, my end of a date movie was Paranormal Activity 2. Because I, I got the Blu-ray. Because Mrs. Skippy's crawling all over me halfway through this movie. So this oh, is what a date night should be. Oh, that's game. With all is the that what those claw marks that, That's what they are, yeah. I don't know if they're Man, showing up on no. the... Uh... She's a righty. <laughs> she is. Well, nobody's, you know, I guess nobody's perfect. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so the... Well, enjoy your date night movie extravaganza. Well, it was something that I thought would be a good idea because they had all of them available. And I was like, that'd be really funny for the ticket sub to watch this movie because I would never watch those movies by myself. But even itself, and to have all the movies in a series available at the same time, doesn't that so- well, no, what's tell wonder- you something? Well, what's wonderful about it is Holly will always first deny to go see a movie with me. Okay. Like, when I say, hey, you want to go see She's like, no, I don't want to go see a movie with you. Because she always knows I want to choose a Twilight movie. <laughs> and so she's like immediately just going, nope, not doing it. But I'll improve the relationship there. I'll work on that. Okay. Maybe we'll watch a good movie. She wants to go see that Mr. Rogers movie. I, I want to see that. But I, th- you know, it's funny is I do, but I don't want to drive an hour and a half to Houston and like deal with all that to go see it. I get that. 
Because, I mean, what's it going to tell me that I don't already know about Mr. Rogers? Well, you know, he wasn't a sniper, and he didn't wear the sweater to cover up tattoos. That's an urban... What's that, urban is that worth an hour and a half driving there and yeah. dealing with all that? Who's Mr. Rogers, dude? Yeah, but I would just wait till he gets on some other uh, rented or on something. On the small screen. Yeah. Dick. Dick, let's go to break. Yeah. To mask my disappointment. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Maureen's Lone Star. Broadcasting live from the LSCR studios. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning in the Montgomery County area. It's 9-13. We're going to take a break. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back, Maureen's Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio, 916. It's in the studio with Skippy and I, just hanging out, chatting about today's headlines and whatever we really want to talk about. Join in on Facebook and YouTube, because we're broadcasting live there too, and also worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Download the Lone Star Internet Radio app today on your smartphone devices. All right. So, the biggest controversy we've been talking about for the week has been the Elon Musk, and we'll get to that, where he apologized, not apologized, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I would not expect anything else from that guy. I like it. And uh, (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll apologize, whatever. 
I'm sorry that you feel bad about what I said. Yeah. That's pretty much what he did. His, what was his quote? Though his actions don't justify my actions, I'd like to extend my apologies. That 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 was such a non-apology. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I was pretty impressed with uh, it took that long to say that. You know, it took like, what, 48 hours? Yeah, 36 to 48. Yeah, like, come on, man. And especially with the world waiting on that, like that, I feel like that's what today's news is, just waiting. Yeah, waiting to see what the response is going to be. Someone does something dumb, and everyone holds their breath collectively, or... It would be hilarious if, in any organized press release stuff, it's done all on social media now. So, like, you know when they go, what was it called, uh... Like, during the Super Bowl, they call it something row. What you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, reporter row or something. Okay. Where they have all the reporters lined up, and, like, people go through it, like the players do. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a big deal when you're a news organization that gets to be part of it for the Super Bowl. And uh, can you imagine them just not doing that anymore and be like, oh, just check my Twitter feed? We're, we're very close to that. Because wasn't that one player get in trouble because he refused to talk to the press? And that was like part of his contract with the NFL is he has to interact with the, the press. Yeah, that's the thing. Someone says, well, I just want to play football. Fine, then go play football at a double-A league or something. You know, in the there's, there's a minors version, like baseball minors version for football, right? Probably. I have no idea. You know what I'm talking yeah. about in baseball? You know, you send to the minors and you, you go to the big show. And if you have a bad game, you go back to the minors. I don't know if they do that. If they have like farm league for football, uh, that would be interesting to know. But, yeah, because in your contract, you are an entertainer. As a professional athlete, part of you entertain the masses. And football is as close to the old Coliseum, you know, fighting lions uh, as, as we can get. Okay. And so everyone that says, well, it goes across industries, too. I remember our, I directed a show with a very talented young man who's very introverted uh, in reality. Yeah. But he would give amazing performances, and he... Uh, was in, uh, he played Buddy Holly. We did a musical of Buddy Holly. Sounds like he's just using that as an excuse. Well, no, no, no. It, it truly was. He, so he, he, has was the, just, he has the ability to go on a stage. Mm-hmm. It's playing a role. And a then, lot of, you'd be amazed at the number of introverts. Him, tell him to play a role when he's talking on the. Uh... Well, well, that that was the thing. You'd be amazed at the number of introverts who actually go on stage because that's how they can express themselves is by pretending to be someone else. But after opening night of the show, he is huddled up in the dressing room, not coming out for anybody. I'm like, you, you have people waiting on you. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'd explain to him, no, part of your gig as an actor is you have to thank the audience who paid money to come see you. And it was a life lesson, and, and you know, I walked him through it. Uh, but he would have given anything to have just done the show and snuck out the back door and not talk to anyone. And I had to point out to him that as an actor, if you're choosing this, part of the gig is you're going to have to give interviews. You're going to have to shake hands with uh audience members and it's like being a politician and having an aversion to shaking hands and kissing babies then you're in the wrong industry you know what i'm saying yeah so uh yeah okay that's really weird but yeah i can really see people just saying hey just check it out check out twitter check out my twitter feed yeah well here's the thing at that point they own it and not the network so i don't think it's gonna go that far well, I mean, because you're looking at what, what's the happy solution to these CEOs or these public figures just getting in trouble to lean tweets, and especially when you have platforms like Twitter who just announced that they like purged 58 million users for being bots or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's just kind of like what's reliable, what's unreliable. I, well, I think more and more people are re realizing it's completely unreliable. Well, I love people who go on like Instagram where they take a picture of a picture because they can't fit so many words on it. So they take a picture of the actual typed up press release. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what's going on here? Well, there's got to be a more it defeats way. the whole purpose of Twitter is to you know express your thoughts in a couple hundred characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's become completely unreliable. And here's the thing: think about all the well, news reports and memes that have gone out over Facebook on a well, daily not basis. Even that, but people base their opinions of you of the amount of followers and stuff you have on the amount of. You're absolutely right. And hand in hand with that, think of all the memes that have been going out every day. You know, I hate Trump. I hate the Democrats. Whatever. Me too. Has anyone's mind? Do you think been changed? based on one of those memes. The Trump haters will put out the Trump hating memes and they'll go, yeah, 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 and they'll make everyone see it. And those who don't like it, I mean, them, I would we'll, say the, we'll the, the Trump supporters are a lot better at it during the, like, I, I, I made a joke the other day with a bunch of my friends who were very vo voiced against Trump. And I said, you know why they, you know why they lost the election, right? It's because they made fun of Pepe the Frog. You just never make fun of an internet meme. You'll never understand <laughs> right. the mythical powers of that. Do you see that? You know what I'm talking about? No. So there's this a cartoonist made this thing called Pepe the Frog, and it was like it became a meme of like sad face, like he looks sad or whatever. And you know, some people grabbed it and they started doing weird stuff stuff with it. Like it's, I mean, some of them are pretty clever, but then uh, for some reason Hillary Clinton on her website said it was hate speech and like. Ah. She got other organizations to say it was hate speech. It was really strange. And, like, the the creator of the, the artist was, like, very pro-Hillary. So it was just kind of weird. Until like, he wasn't. Well, no, no. I was just like, why are we? Why are you spending time on this? Like, look it up. It's really strange. I will. That was, like, on the official website of her saying, like, this is considered hate speech. Well, speaking of which, and, you know, you've heard me kind of grouse about this with comedy, that comedy just says, you know, F you, president, drop the mic and walk off. Well, there is a gallery in Portland, Oregon, that actually has taken this to its extreme. It's called One Grand Gallery, and it's under fire right now because they actually have the name of their exhibit right now is F you, Mr. President, but it's not F you. I mean, it's fully spelled out. Yeah. And on their window, you know, their outside window, they have a very detailed artistic rendition of the president being decapitated and it looks something right out of one of those isis videos you know? crazy yeah yeah and so let me ask you this since you're a little older sorry to interrupt you but like mm -hmm. what is, what's the line there like, I, I think that line's been crossed well i meant legally i mean like le like when do people start getting in trouble because it made me think of how lucky we are and can you imagine tomorrow being like a statement going you know like Basically, doing what the United Kingdom does when it comes to free speech and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> there the, is none. What's the, I'm saying? Imagine the BBC those, has actually shut down free speech on its airways. Said it, what you can and can't show. But imagine they like make an announcement. The administration makes an announcement tomorrow, and they're going to start putting boots on the ground. They're going to start taking care of this kind of speech. Mm -hmm. Like, how crazy would that be? It would be. I don't think it would ever go that far. Well, uh, no, no. I'm talking. This is like something. Some show you'd watch on Hulu. Well, this no, is I'll, something. What what is the line though? Like, can you show that? This is what's gonna. This is something like this will eventually end up. Is in there front a of the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court thing there about like burning flags again? Well, Supreme Court has always been very vague about what it, what counts as obscene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for that very purpose, because you have to put it in taking, context. I was taking a media law class, 
and it they went to the it was really funny because this is at a christian school and it was like this guy kept mailing porn to people i forgot it was probably like 40 years ago but he kept mailing the porn and it was the argument was it, they weren't telling you to open it mm-hmm. so it wasn't them trying to force you to see pornographic material or something like that it was it was a really strange argument but it won and but then he got sued for some other stuff of course you know when you're sending people porn you're probably doing someone else wrong too but uh well when you do something like that the law will find a way to get you yeah and same thing with well, this. There, there you, was a big time would you say and if brett wants to chime in because he's chiming in right now it was there a time period where it was like a decency representation in the federal government yeah well there yeah there was the hayes act it was like 20 years code, of I like mean, oh man rock and roll should not be played it was uh, actually decades worth it was the hayes code and that that extended to comics the bad guy always had to lose uh all the superheroes had to be virgins you know you couldn't show because you could almost argue that today's the biggest time period of the example of freedom of speech well, yeah, like well, being able to do really like push the boundaries. Well, and and that the first wave of that was in the sixties, okay, with the civil rights movement. Yeah, because what came from the sixties? Did the decency laws come from the sixties? Like you could be nude. No, that was areas. the end of it. Okay. Uh, the the Hayes Code pretty much, like I said, covered everything. The uh the rules. Do you know that up until very recently, if you had a TV commercial that showed implied that a, a man and woman were cohabitating. Like yeah, they're, I remember they're that. Eating breakfast it was or that, brushing the teeth. and they, they couldn't had drink. To, they had they to could, have wedding rings on. And they couldn't smoke, but they could hold a cigarette. Correct. And and, then, and that's so that's the problem with when the Supreme Court comes in, they have to be vague because it's like when you have your your Googles or something uh with their, you know, we have their our filters and so women looking for breast cancer symptoms because they had the word breast were denied you had to put it all in context if the supreme court ruled that the n-word was obscene and couldn't be used we couldn't have uh blazing saddles you have to have it in context this i think is is going too too far in my opinion well i think like and that's why you because kids can see this walking down the street and this is blade at the throat yeah bad stuff and it's not art the irony and i know we got to go to break but the owner of this gallery says quote this election has brought out the worst in U.S. citizens. We so we're we're sh- we want to we hate the president. <laughs> it's the election didn't bring out the worst in people. So would you be okay with it if, like, say the wall, the window was covered in like a white canvas and it says "Come inside, yes. and see the truth." I would have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah, but this is kids walking down the street seeing the the president of the United States being decapitated in the middle of decapitation, right out of the Daniel Pearl story. You know all these journalists caught by ISIS and beheaded on video. That's what this is. And to me, it's revolting. And it, it's too far. This is something that um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because the the big Supreme Court rulings start with one little gallery in Portland. Yeah. I mean, that's but that's also controlling free speech. So that's why I don't like that. No, it isn't. They're going to... Well, I'm saying like the, the courts are going to be going through that. Is it... If I, well, here's the thing, because of the window aspect of it, because it's for yeah. public, there are public indecency laws. That doesn't stop free speech. You can't get jiggy with it with, with Holly in the middle of Town Park because, well, we're just expressing well, could, our could love. it happen, in, like, say, in the studio with the window? Yeah, here's the thing. Let's say, well, I'm trying not to get too graphic here, but let's say you did something sexual in view of the window where people just walk in the street with a walk, 
yeah. walk by and see and it. Put a tip jar out. <laughs> there would be there are laws against that. That's not a, stymieing your free speech. Yeah. Interesting. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio mornings with Lone Star 929, broadcasting live on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Have a great conversation. Join in Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We got more to come, so stick around. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. But your love won't pay my bills. I want money. Nine thirty-two. We're back. 
Lawrence Lone Star. So continuing on this Twitter deal, I wanted to say something that was really interesting about laws and all that kind of thing. Apparently in Egypt, they passed a law where if you have more than 5,000 social media followers uh, and you incite violence towards the government or you say anything bad or, you know, basically, you're subject to prosecution. I wonder under but a 5,000 followers. What could you be prosecuted for? I, I mean, guess is the question. I mean, if you say anything, false news, the false news are an assignment to break the law. Okay. So. A little dangerous because they say false news or, you know, as we say over here, fake news. Uh, some of it is forwarded, when I say innocently, meaning there's no malice behind it. Someone sees something, they're led to believe it's true. Or sometimes these news stories are so convoluted that you think it's it's real. Yeah, so it's, it's up to the media. Now, the media needs to be held to a higher standard. It's, it's their job to get sources verified and get their facts checked. And I remember a few months ago, they had this thing. Oh, our source, we couldn't, our source lied to us. Well, then that's why you're supposed to have two different sources independently verified. So, but as a person, let's say you're popular. Heck, I've got, what, 1,000, 1,500 friends on Facebook. So it's conceivable that Not someone anymore. like they me. They all got purged. Dude. Yeah, right? We all know that. But it's conceivable that someone like me, just a Joe Schmo, could conceivably get 5,000 Twitter followers if I said the right thing or got popular enough. So to put me on that hot seat, that let's say I forwarded a CNN news story. Well, it's funny that, that 5,000 is the starting point. That's when, they, that's when they recognize a threat online. And when the government feels that if there are 5,000 people who— I agree with you. I see where you're going with that, and, and that, that is odd. I think it's very dangerous waters to have there. To have the government say, you know, if, you, if, if it's like being well, it wasn't, punished It wasn't being, too long where Twitter was like the only thing being reported on when Egypt was going through those riots. Remember that? Say that again? Twitter was the only thing being like a, a, an outsource of communication for a lot of people when the riots were going on in Egypt. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yeah. Where like everything went down. They took down the internet and they tried to block Twitter and all this stuff. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> I don't know. It's Who knows? Pretty creepy. But I figured you'd enjoy that. You know, yeah. another thing I want to talk about that uh, has been interesting is, is the... Uh, the Daily Show guy, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, who kind of started, kind of started like a. I don't know. I don't know how to say what his intention was, but basically he did some social media posts. Of course, this is where all the trouble starts with these famous people. Is the uh, he's basically saying that the French team were Africans, so Africans should be happy for winning the World Cup. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was thinking to myself. Isn't that kind of true for almost like every country? It's eventually it's going to be true for almost every country. That's like saying a basketball team that wins the national championship. Hey, Americans, you didn't win it. Africans did. This, yeah. be honest, especially since uh, of the French soccer team, all but two of them are born in France, and the two actual Africans, those who were born in Africa and moved to France, did it when they were like two years old. Yeah. So this is. And it's a variation of the, if you have a business, you didn't make that business. You didn't build that business. It's, it's, a, it's a mindset upon certain people with the whole, it's a response to why aren't people wailing on the fact that there are no blondes on the Chinese team? Why, you know, where's the inclusion of, of, of other cultures in the, into the Brazilian team? It's uh, America is a melting pot. 
we are a nation of immigrants. There is no doubt about that. We did a bad thing with the Native Americans, but we took over and we said, you know, come on in. We're forming a new nation. Come on in. Become American. And, and God, I'm not, not trying to sound like American, but that's what America was based on. Is yeah. So nowadays we're the saying, well, yeah, well, Trump's grandmother was an immigrant. Yeah, everybody was back then. That's the whole point. But comes a point where we're saying, okay, we have it now. We have legal and we have illegal. And that's where the, the breakdown seems to happen on that. But, yeah. yeah, so Trevor Noah doing that, he's he's getting some— Well, he's also some, South African. I think that was something that— That's not helping. <laughs> people aren't connecting the dots. Why would he say something like that? Because that's too broad of a stroke. You can say that about a lot of things like we've already said. Mm -hmm. But, again, social media— like, Well, hey, just, it's comedy. Let's well, make something I, racial. I wouldn't be surprised if down the road with companies like with brands like The Daily Show and things saying you don't you can't have social media. Like there's just like you just can't. You can have something that we approve. When you have a when you're associated with the brand, kind of like the Papa John's guy, like mm -hmm. he's kind of to that point where he's in a corner all the time because he is the brand. His name's on the on the on the it's, business. So it's kind of hard to like kick him out. They're trying to as hard as possible. Apparently, they had to drag them out the other day. So I mean, that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if you're a company, how do you protect yourself? Because there's a lot of people who work for Papa John's, and all the way down to the to bottom of the totem pole, and we had to rely on this one guy. It's always the public figure. Again, we talked about Subway yesterday. It was Jared. He was, you know, people just assumed Jared was the CEO mm -hmm. because that's all you saw. So when Jared got caught with the kitty porn, they. Is that is that who Elon was trying to talk about? Probably. Is, yeah, it confused makes, the the that heroic been, that former Navy funny. SEAL with with Jared, the the who loves footlongs apparently, and Subway was able to work their way out of it with a rebrand, and separating. Hey, this guy, we you know this guy does not represent us. He was the one voice. Uh, so. When you have the Bezos's of the world, or Bezos, or Cy Sterling, yeah. who did the the razors, or Elon Musk, people can separate. I think Musk can go down; he'll go down rich. So it's not like he's going to end up yeah. destitute. Bezos, if he got caught with 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 nuns and goats in bed together, they'd fire him, and he'd still he'd still be able to own his own island. And, and the businesses would go on. And it's not because they're too big to fail. It's there's no reason for them to fail. Why punish all of Amazon because of one idiot's mistakes? Yeah. But, I mean, that's where you got to protect yourself. Golden parachute. No, I meant more of like, hey, we'll pay you 10% more if you just don't do anything. But it's only if you don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, because it used to be, I'm sure they're still in their morality clauses and contracts. They were big in MGM. Well, I mean, I'm not kidding you. They're still talking about this uh, Papa John's character. Mm -hmm. Well, because he went on the air and said, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have resigned. Well, now what I'm reading is what really happened in the meeting where the PR people said you should have Kanye West as a spokesperson. And he said, I don't want him as a spokesperson. He uses bad language. Like this word, mm -hmm. and that's where it came. That's where it started. <laughs> Would you want Kanye West to be a uh, 
I think it would be interesting. It would. I think they they have a missed opportunity to be really funny here now, because you could just have him come on and just say, "Hey, John, what's his last name? Starter, Shatter, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Papa John's hates black people." <laughs> yeah, just hire Kanye West. Uh, just well, no, you basically you, you hire Mike Myers. You basically recreate that uh, telethon. I watched there, that live, and I was like, "Excuse me, did I hear what I think and I just heard?" I think everyone will uh, look at it and be like, "What's going on here?" Uh, listener Brett raised a great point when I when I said we did a bad thing to Native Americans. We still are, and that's kind of the thing about the the immigration argument going on. We have a lot of issues within our nation that need fixing, without adding to it a kerfuffle of an influx of, of more illegals. You know, you know, like it reminds me. It got me thinking. We got to take a break. Okay, but I, you can say I'm wrong or whatever. You're wrong, wrong. I'm on the wrong track. Is technically, couldn't you say what happened to the Native Americans? Basically, like we took over, we like the country lost. They lost the war. It was an undeclared war, one-sided. It was an incursion. It wasn't has a it, war. Has it, was it ever incursion. happened around the world ever? Is this the first time something like oh, that? Oh no! Happened? Whole, whole so, so tell me. Cortez about, wiped out the. Uh, it was the Incas or the Mayans just because they had Spanish flu or chickenpox. Because that's one thing I always like to look at when it comes to the history of the world is where else did it happen? How Every they nation it? has a very dark period. We've had three particular ones. We had. Uh, Civil War, we had the, the wiping out of the Native Americans, and oh, I want to say the pre-civil rights. You know what prompted the civil mm -hmm. civil rights? Those are our three big black eyes. So now we've had plenty of little ones. Where where else have other countries done the same thing that we similar like that are very similar to what happened to the Native? The Roman Empire. Okay, you mean France? Yeah, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But what they did is they would integrate. So who were, who conquer. really won the World Cup? Now I'm confused. Africa! We think. We don't know. It is 942 on Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Stick around here, folks. We're having fun. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936 709 
1-800-273-8871. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, Choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Welcome back. It's 947 Mornings with Lone Star. Trying to figure out some things because I'm not very bright. I got a question for listeners if you know this about history and everything. If you're born on a native reservation here in the United States today, are you an American citizen? I believe so, but... Or do you fill out the paperwork to be... Like, there's paperwork, right? Well, I never had a child. So when you had your children, did someone say, hey, don't forget to fill out this paperwork to make them a citizen? Well, the birth certificate does that. Okay, so the hospital does it for you. Correct. Because it's like, see, I was born, though I was born in Texas, in Austin, Mm -hmm. I was born on federal soil because I was on an Air Force base, which is why if you're born on a Navy, those who were born when I lived in Japan, we had a base. If you're born in Japan on the Navy base, you were a U.S. citizen because that's U.S. soil in a foreign land. Yeah, there's got to be leeway rules in that. Like, say you're out enjoying your day with your wife having tea mm-hmm. that's not on the base and then she's like oh that's where you get dual citizenship baby's or du- i mean du- dual nationality i'm not sure uh, i'm not sure about citizenship but yeah you could be you know i'm vacationing with the wife she goes into labor in london all of a sudden we have a kid who's who technically is british and american and or in international waters that's where maritime law comes in think about it i'm on a disney cruise in international waters the wife has has twins, especially what if one of those twins is born like in domestic waters and then they had territorial waters and the other's born okay. in international waters? 
Dude, that's that's where that's where the bar exam gets really exciting because they'll they'll have questions like that. So you have a woman in labor on a cruise, and while the ship is in territorial waters, she gives birth of a foreign nation. This baby's a pirate, <laughs> right? Yeah. If I was if I was born on a Disney cruise in international waters, would that make me like one of the pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, that would be awesome. That's what I would the claim. path not taken. That's funny. Well, let's switch up some uh, topics here. Whoop whoop whoop. And we know we talked about Papa John's and Elon Musk. They're gonna be in the news. How how long? What's the long, news cycle on those two guys? I think uh, Elon's gonna go away by the end of the week. Elon's got some problem. He needs to put out some home fires with Tesla. Things are in SpaceX. There's just been some. Here's the thing. What's the latest good news we've heard from SpaceX? They shipped a rocket out. When? They got a contract with the government. When? Like a week ago. And? Made a lot of money. Did it? They got What's the, the cargo? No one. Actually, I think it's with, like, spy people. Oh, cool. So, but, yeah, and Tesla's having some problems, too. So, I, I think I didn't see Elon that. I saw is, they delivered their their goal of cars. Their stock is still, unless, unless there was a turnaround the last few days. Their stock was like way down because there were people some are still buying their cars. Well, yeah, they're buying them, but doesn't mean they're you know people bought Pintos until they didn't. I don't if really care. That makes sense, but yeah, I, th- I think Elon's got enough problems. I still haven't, he just needs I to get still quiet. Wrap my head around the electric car idea, and that's only because you know, like I always think of everyone who can drive. Mm-hmm. Because that's always the anomaly factor, like with any with any scenario. And I'm like, imagine Holly having an electric car. You know the biggest problem with that? Because she's going to be on E all the time. Well, there's that, but like she gets home, did you plug in your car? Oh no, I didn't. Can I use yours? No, I don't want to deal with that. They have a big honking battery pack. I think the biggest problem with electric cars. Do they cars, have that? Not yet, but. You get more. I'm sure that, like, that's next on the you know horizon. That, you know that TV scenario where you're driving on E and then you have to walk to the gas station. What do you do? Like, get a real long, real expensive, cord. real real expensive uh, tow. Yeah, it would be a recharge. Yeah, they would have the the new kind of uh, 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 wreckers with with a, a battery pack in it. But I think the biggest problem with electric cars is their silence. Think about how many accidents, how many people get hit. Well, I think again, because like, you don't hear the car coming. We're, we're facing that convergence of two big things coming our way: self-driving cars and better efficient, you know, pollution or whatever. Mm-hmm. Better efficient cars. Because I mean, imagine having a car for forty years that has zero problems. We're almost there, and we're working towards that. Clearly, cars thirty years ago are not as good as cars today. Right. So we're working. And that's why we're never going to run out of oil because as more and more technologies come out that you don't need it, you won't be using it. Yeah, I was reading it. this morning, I think the Chronicle, Houston Chronicle said something more about Texas is now producing, out producing Iraq and Iran and oil. I believe it. So, I mean, there's. So. Well, we don't have a knack of setting our oil fields on fire like they do that's over true. there. But uh, no, I think there's a convergence of those two technologies coming together because, again, and I know I, I like to make fun of Holly, but you're looking at changing the habits of people and people already don't have good habits driving here in the United States because mm-hmm. just I mean there's too many factors well I think it. an electric car would it would add to it because we've become a society where silence is weird the sounds of nature are weird to not have yeah but I see I see high density populations like especially in Texas benefiting from driverless electric cars 
God help the pedestrians. So, because you don't hear the car. That's why, like the the trains in Houston, the uh, you know the the metro trains, they actually had to add electric sounds to let people well, know. I believe it. Well, I mean, you have folks like uh, who are deaf, and then you have folks who are blind. So it's like, how do you how do you work around those folks? And those who are fully you know sighted and hearing but their noses are buried in their phones or they're just used to, I'm going to cross the street here because I don't hear any cars We just coming. need teleportation. Right, transporters. Would you Would you be, if you could be the first person to step into a transporter, whether it's Star Trek or The Fly. Are you saying like, as in no, it's, the been first tested, it's been tested with yeah. animals and everything? Well, like, it's like, what was it really bad? They had Enterprise, the you know, the, the prequel series where the transporters were only used for cargo, and then they're like, well, no, they had see, to use it for What a I like, though, is if it's the transport idea, isn't there like that theory that you die when you go into a transporter, and it's like you're reborn? Yeah, they disassemble everything. And then you're reborn? Well, that was a lot of it. That was uh, in the book version of Timeline. The uh, They had the movie where uh, you know they go back to this French castle. It was a Michael Crichton novel. But in the book, it's like basically they— it creates a fax of you. It takes you and, and it recreates you at the subatomic level and gets rid of the original. So basically you're a copy of yourself. So, But would you be that person? Would you be the first person to step into a transporter? I, don't, I, I wouldn't even care. Really? Yeah. I'd be the second. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I'd be the guy that you go ahead. You know what I do is I go with you and I'd be like, I'm going to do this for you, Sean. And you go, what? And I push you in. And that's, you would that's, do that. That's what I would do. You would do that. Just make sure it's sealed and there are no flies in there with me, okay? Yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. But, no, the, the driverless car, and even Brett makes a comment on Facebook, uh, the problem with driver, driverless cars is that there's always some person, glad I don't read out loud, uh, who thinks <laughs> that he can do better and you can't troubleshoot. It is, see, I see, the only thing is that there's certain things I would say in people's lifestyles are progressively getting better for like depending on technology like I mean at one point elevators were operated by a person and then now they're not mm -hmm. what other things like that have changed as technology improved like where we let technology handle us opposed to a human being because you can art, you could say that a lot of things that work, like say for a New York, New York wouldn't work if everyone drove. The way it's designed, yeah, it's like it's you have to have, on yeah, as it you, is. yeah, you have to have public transportation. Yes, but you can't have public tra transportation in Texas because everything's just too wide. It's, it's too just, wide. It's also uh, isn't there a unless uh, there's a compromise in cost and efficiency that changes, like say, a driverless car that's electric. Right. Well, that and that's the biggest uh, fight with the proposed bullet train. Or bullet train, or you don't have to do a car. You can do a bus. You know, about like parasails. You know, those little, uh, you know, the tricycles with the wings that. You know, blah, 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 we should blah, just blah. skip it all and just do the Matrix stuff, where we just go in La La Land. That reminds just, me. Because weren't we talking about that? Yeah. That's the argument with AI. Is AI won't be a factor because by the time we have the technology of developing AI, we'll have the technology to be able to tap in to Speak, vir VR, like virtual reality kind of stuff. Right. Speaking of which, in the Woodlands, they're opened up a, a new place, uh, a, a virtual reality arcade. Get tapped.
yeah you, you get to plug in and, and do virtual reality games really cool. it's right there on sawdust road it's called emergent vr i went to the grand opening over the weekend okay pretty cool is it just like oculus stuff yeah but they have like uh booths where you can sit in the car or get you know a chair that'll do it but it's, it's like great. oculus or it's those two companies right yeah, I'm not sure, who, but the the headsets were the full deal where you put them on. Yeah, like Oculus. And this, yeah, it's have you ever done an Oculus thing before? You ever have like one of those really wealthy friends who has everything? They, no, I went to, to the mall. A friend named Sam and I, we went to the mall and did the uh, the roller coaster one, and were two old men just crying like girls. Oh, I gotta die. Uh, it was very realistic. Well, you know, I wanna, I wanna, we're gonna take a break, but I wanna ask, and like the thing that I think that would change. The way transportation and how we work is you always got to do it by the industry, right? Like, the industry has to set the standard. Right. So, what would happen if you basically recreate the train but make it better? Well, that would be a magnetic rail train, something like that. Because people still use trains for transporting raw goods. Mm -hmm. And so... Well, the train, think about it. It has gone through several iterations. We had uh coal steam yeah electric so the next one would be magnetic rail or teleportation you're listening to morning's Star on irlinstar.com 958 we got butterfly ministries coming into the studio at 10 15 so we got one more segment when we come back we'll be with you guys so join us on facebook live youtube live all that good stuff we'll be right back Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. 
Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. in life are free but you can give them to the birds and bees i want money welcome back mornings lone star dick and skippy 1001 on the dot 82 degrees outside still hasn't nudged up yet but it's a gonna so where are your parasol and your spf 3000 this is true looking at traffic in the montgomery county area the only thing i really want to warn folks who are going to get out on the road now is there's an accident being reported eastbound on 1488 right before 242 that's 1488 eastbound right before 242 before you hit uh 45 so there's a major accident there uh oh and outside that i-45 highway 69 looks good to go in the montgomery county area as always we're sponsored by conroe coffee yum yum and yum, clean sweep yum. Office. yum yum and clean sweep office cleaning thanks to our sponsors if you want to sponsor us let us know we'll talk about you all the time as well and you can hit us and up. Papa John's. And Papa not a sponsor. John's. <laughs> Mama John's coming to Mama John's. Ma- yeah. What are they? There's going to be a rebrand somewhere. You think so? Well, here's the thing. I would just sell. Like that's what I would do right now. That way, you just have to deal with this headache. Who would you sell to? Domino. They. they it's either they no, have. Domino's already well, glutted the market. No, they either have real estate or they have location. It's basically real estate. They have locations mm-hmm. that are better than other locations. And so they would just sell to like a it's pizza. It's not easy hut. to sell. And I mean, like emotionally, you know, you build a brand, you build a company, and one idiot is now the the company's named after said idiot. So they got got to get rid of the name Papa John's. But there there could be a rebrand. No one wants to deal with that. Well, I think it's easier pizza, to rebrand than it is to sell the whole company. business is is so stagnant. Like, there's no way. You, you think that just two guys are going to sit down in a room and and sign a, a contract and give a check and say okay. It's a little bit more complex than that. No, I bet Domino's called. I bet they called. Really? Yeah, I bet they did. Maybe Mr. Gaddy's is going to Have you make never a, competed with anybody when they're weak and hurt? What do you do? <laughs> Yo, you, what do you do? Support them? Take them down. Take, take them, them down. down. Kick sand in their face. Well, that's what we were talking about the air. Like, hey, what, what kind of freaks me out about stories like this? And this is why I think stories that use social media are so widely spread because you can see it. Now, this guy from Papa John's goes into this radio station several times, local area. Where are the videos of that? Because someone's got to be taking a video of them or recording at least. Mm-hmm. But like every story I see, there's none of that involved. It's just kind of like, oh, he reported that he might have said this. And I'm like, well, isn't there like he was in a radio station? There's probably a recording of it. So what did he say? Does that well, make sense? Yeah. So. Hold on, let me. All I gotta. Isn't that the whole purpose of social media? You're supposed to take videos of people not wanting to take videos of them, so you could post it to the internet and get in trouble for it. No, you don't think so. Keep talking. I'm looking something up here real quick. Because I mean, that's what we're live on video right now. That so that's a warning to our next guest. Be careful what you say because we record everything. Okay, leaping butterflies. (laughs) We're excited about having them in the studio though. Uh, you almost found anything? Well, yeah, I'm I'm googling up Papa John CEO radio interview, and there's some possibilities. He's um, 
uh, given some TV interviews, someone somewhere would have had. What I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, you think that's what you would report. Like, did you see what he said? Watch the video and read the article. No, I didn't see one video of him on on whatever, like WNJB or something like that, the local area that he goes on a couple times. So you, maybe they're just not high tech like we are. I don't know. Because you just... can tune into us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Yeah. On your what a app. great promo. Yeah, you like that? On your app or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You come on here, we'll get you. Yeah, come on here and we'll put you out on the on the video. Well, I mean, like I said, the social media, that's one thing I've always wondered. They must have a real tight grip of, like, graphic videos. Because would you say that most people aren't a, a, attracted to weird videos? No, most people are attracted to weird videos. I I, I got to confess something, and it's going to lose me some fans. I know this. Oh, I would but be I careful. Have, We're I recording have, this. I have been tuned into the last few days, uh, Doctor Pimple Popper. So there you go. It's like weird stuff I like that. Not why it's. It, well, I can't like, explain to give an it. example, like a train wreck. this is how twisted my not my watch. mind is. I read a report that the like, Google bus they have Google buses, and they hit a lady, and I'm like, can you imagine the Google map? picture of that <laughs> like i i was just kind of like that would be really weird you know like and clearly this woman was hurt and there's a big story to it and all that stuff but i go well you know they probably have footage of that that'd be pretty bizarre kind of like when we finally saw the vo- footage of the uber deal because you know that uber when that uber yeah. driverless car got you know, killed a woman you're like everyone's throwing their hands in there like, i can't believe uber would do this and then you see the video and you're like man why the heck was this lady crossing the road in the middle of the night not in a crosswalk. Not in a crosswalk. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? And uh, and I think that's why the story came out non-story immediately. I, I have to agree with you on that one. Like, if I was if I was the president of the United States, I would be recording everything. I would do, you know, people call me a re- reality star. I'd be like, bring the cameras. Let's go. In body this, cam. Let's presidential go, body yeah, cam. Yeah, let's go into this. Let's go to this Helsinki thing with me and see what I talk about. You know, we're probably like two years away from the Secret Service having a show where all their agents have body cams on. Well, it's like like this. In your in your logic, do you think the CIA or whatever isn't always have ears on the president? Always. Do you think like there's like a bug sweeper thing? They go in each room and you know look for the bugs. Well, it'd be the NSA, not the well, whoever. Who cares what it is? You think there's always going (laughs) to get your agency straight, man? CIA can't legally operate on U.S. soil. Okay. Well, can. They weren't in U. They were on U.S. soil. They can't legally operate, conduct operations on U.S. soil. But they weren't. They were in with another country. Well, no. Well, with the president. Are you talking about like twenty four seven, like in the White House? I'm saying whatever scenario is like, oh, he's me and Putin. How can we listen to this conversation? Um, I'm sure. <laughs> how can I phrase this? I believe they have recordings, but they don't exist. Because I always imagine there's one Google developer guy who knows how to ha- hack into the phone, but he didn't tell anybody oh, about you, this. Oh, you got the, so the, the coder who has the back door. The one door. guy, the uh-huh. one, you know, or one girl. Like She goes home from work, and she's like, I really care about what Kim Kardashian is doing right now. And she's just like, there, boom, watching Kim Kardashian behind the scenes. And whereas I think such recordings would exist, they they shouldn't be. Uh, well, remember, that, a... remember that one guy? It was like four years ago where he hacked a bunch of iPhones mm-hmm. because there was some glitch in the uh, the li- the upload library. What was it called? Cloud. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of famous people, and there was some like really dirty photos and just like text messages. 
the thing anyone under a microscope can't survive anyone uh this kind of segueing from what you're saying to this this is a headline that really well, believe, caught my eye today you believe there's always ears yeah always i watched person of interest i know what's up so but so senator senator gene shaheen and representative joe kennedy and joe he was the one who gave the response to the most recent state of the union with all the lip gloss on yeah that guy <clears throat> They want the interpreters in the so the, we had the closed door meeting between yeah. Trump and Putin, and it was just the two men and their interpreters. She, Shaheen and Kennedy want the interpreters to be forced to testify under oath to Congress what they heard. I think that's the most dangerous freaking thing I've ever heard. Truly. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you like to throw absolutes out there. No, it, it and is. And I get it because you're one of those fake news people. But no, it, I think it's very dangerous. But I mean, like again, why, they're asking the wrong. Question. They're asking the, the wrong history. questions. They're asking. They, they they don't need to ask questions. They just call the NSA. Like I know you got. I know you got bugged. But that's okay. So here's the thing: if you had the president in a closed door meeting with another head of state, and they're going, "Yeah, we did it! High five! And this is what this part next part of our evil plan." Of course, the NSA knows this, and they're going to release it. And the, and and yeah. and you know, Air Force One will meet with an unfortunate accident. So these two posturers, poser posturers, Shaheen and Kennedy, let's take it the other way. Would these two heads of state, if they were in collusion with each other, are they going to say anything around anyone else knowing that, okay, you know, these interpreters could, you know, they could have little voice recorders on them and sell it to the highest bidder. So they're not going to do it. This is pure posturing. It's, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's Telling grandstanding. You, my Google employee exists. Your Google employee. Oh yeah. yeah, that person exists. She's spying on anybody she wants to right now. And that's what's a, her name? I don't what's, know. What, what's her hacker name? I would never. Would you, if you had the power? And I'm going to ask our guest coming on next here in a bit. If you had the power to tap into any device, made it really easy for you, would you tell anybody? No. Yeah, I wouldn't tell anybody. Absolutely not. That that would be me. It's really great. Me and mine really alone. Creepy too. I know, right? We got Leafy Butterfly Ministries coming up. Daniel Sokol's coming so up stick around. soon. It is 10 11 right now. We'll be right back here on Mornings Lone Star. Give them to the birds and bees. I want the money. That's what I want. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 
888-789-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. That's what I want. That's what I want. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Jake and Skippy. I'm Skippy. It's 10 14 on the dot here in our Lone Star Studios. It's currently 82 degrees outside, another 15 degrees, getting up to 97 today. Winds out of the west-southwest at 10 miles an hour. Humidity factor 81% makes it feel like 93 degrees. Visibility 10 miles. You throw me off when you do the weather, because we did the weather at the beginning of the hour. But it changes, just like that. Okay. Do I have to do traffic then? Well, how's that accident coming? It's still there. Is it still there? Yeah. Has it moved? No. Well, well, why would an accident move? It moved away, gone away. There's traffic moving. Oh, no. Is it gone from red to orange? No. Oh, okay, well, I just want to do the voice, basically. No. And okay, we got a guest here. Please introduce our guest. We got Daniel Sokol in the studio here. Good morning. Hi, oh, sorry. Let's turn on our... Just, okay, it's a good thing that. we're not live here. Let's try that again. We got Daniel Sokol in the studio. Good morning. Hi, how are you? All righty, how you doing? Doing good. Good. How are you? It's Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not awake yet, but we're good. Well, help yourself to some delicious Conroe coffee that we Ooh, have here in the studio. I've heard great things about Conroe. It's, coffee. it's everything you thought of and more. And you know, on Sundays they're actually uh, Leo is putting she's English and she's putting together British high teas on Sundays. That's fancy. You know, the jam and cream scones. Yeah, I try to convince her to do it more of Texas style. Because a lot of people are gonna be like, Well, that's or we're in Texas. We're not, nah, we're Texans not. love England. They're all Anglophiles. Well, I know they love it, but like, if that's why if you go to HB, everything's like Texas themed, and that's why they're successful because they tap into the Texas market, like brisket scones or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw the other day I was there Anderson. at HB. They had barbecue uh, aluminum for barbecuing. Wow. And I'm like, man, that's brilliant marketing, right? Can't there. you just use aluminum? Oh, what it is? It's just a little bit wider. I love this country. I well, it's the state. Honestly. I truly do. So Daniel is with 
Sleeping Butterfly Ministries. And there's a great local uh, nonprofit organization. And they had this amazing event recently, and I want to hear all about it. Yeah, so back in February, uh, which is Turner Syndrome Awareness Month, we had our fifth annual Seeds of Faith celebration. Mm -hmm. We raised uh, right at uh, about $120,000. Woo! And that helped support the goals set for the 2018-2019 year. So what we're able to do now is send 17 women or parents of girls who have Turner Syndrome to our inaugural retreat, the Chrysalis Retreat, which I'll get to in a little bit. We're able to host online weekly Bible studies. We're provide, we provided hearing aid sets to four women who now have the gift of hearing. Awesome. Uh, we're able to support the first adult Turner Syndrome clinic and the research registry. We were able to aid our first Turner Syndrome couple through the process of adoption since women with Turner Syndrome are infertile and they're obviously difficult to conceive. And then we're also continuing our efforts and awareness. We're creating does, an advisory board. Does that help with adoption? The process, if like if you are infertile, is that something that well, they had raised a lot of line. money on their own towards adoption, but they needed the connection about or... thirty thousand dollars more. Okay, no, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, because adoption's very expensive. It's about fifty to sixty thousand dollars. Now, is that because the system has never been restructured in the history of adoption in this country, or is it more of, is there like a political reason, what, in y'all's opinion? Because it sounds like y'all help out. So, I mean, me personally, I just think it's a shame that adoption is so expensive. Well, so I, was, right. I wonder why it is. And I, I really don't. I, I think the, and I know we're sidetracking here That's a fine. little bit, we'll bring it back around, probably because uh, to, to put skin in the game, Basically, we want to make sure this these children get to a good a home. good home and someone who and so if you can afford fifty sixty thousand, it's like you have to in order to mount a successful political campaign, you got to put a lot of your own money into yeah, okay. it. And if Sorry you don't, to, then you're not. I was just curious. But so, it's, but but a lot of it really is just paperwork. But there's home visits and all this oh, extra yeah. stuff. But then there's other things that our government doesn't really care about, and they just do nilly-willy, and it's not fifty or $60,000. So it just seems ridiculous to me. I'm all for a child going to a good, stable home and mm. a strong environment, but that just seems a bit above and beyond to get a child out of foster care. Agreed. Let's talk about Leaping Butterfly yeah. real quick because, um, we believe it or not, we're getting new listeners, and so they may not have been here last time. So uh, uh, Turner Syndrome, this, if memory serves, it only hits— Women. Correct. It's a female-only... Uh, Chromosomal genetic disorder. Disorder, thank you. I was trying to find the, the, the proper phrase for it. And frequently in the uh, teenage years, am I, or now am I adding stuff to that? No, so a lot of the, the... It's kind of a spectrum disorder in a sense that there's some women that have very few obvious um, issues, and then there's some women who have very severe issues. So a lot of girls don't realize that they have Turner syndrome until they hit the, the, the kind of the age of puberty and they don't get their cycle. And then they talk to mom and then mom goes to the doctor and then they run the tests. And then they've missed out on years and years of growth hormone therapy and estrogen therapy because these women are short statured and the growth hormone obviously helps them grow a little taller mm -hmm. and the estrogen therapy helps every with everything from bone density and osteoporosis and all kinds of other issues so and do um, we know how many uh women a year this affects or so total? it's about one in two thousand it's the second most common genetic disorder and it's talked about so infrequently that 
a lot of people don't know what it is. Right. If we have a listener who's wondering what's going on with the Turner Syndrome and stuff like that, I want to just direct them to leapingbutterfly.org. Correct. Because I'm on it right now, and it's really going over very detailed of what it is. Right. So we just revamped the website a lot. It and looks great. Coming up to our events, uh, we're doing a leap for the retreat. So we have a brave couple who's jumping out of a plane uh, August 4th. Uh, that event's going to be between 11 and 3 at the Skydiving Company up in Madisonville, Texas. That event is mainly raising money to uh, assist in scholarships to send girls to the new retreat, our inaugural retreat next April. Okay. Uh, then October 20th out in Dripping Springs at Deep Eddie's Vodka. Hello. That should get everyone's attention right uh, there. Myers is perked up. Yeah. We're having a butterfly bash. And what that is, is that's a little bit more smaller, casual event. Um, for people who maybe don't can't come to the big events, so we're going to kind of start doing kind of like these smaller satellite events. Nice, that's a great, uh, um, great business. And kind plan. of reaching out more. So we're uh, hopefully maybe next year we'll have something in San Antonio, and then eventually in Dallas, and hopefully it can kind of catch on and just kind of light these little fires to um, go above and beyond. Then next February is going to be our sixth annual Seeds of Faith celebration. We're that's Thursday, February 21st, and then that's going to be down in Houston at the, at the Briar Club, and mm -hmm. we have a special guest. I don't know if you've ever heard of Ginny Owen. She's a Christian singer and songwriter. Mm, cool. So she's going to be coming, and we're super excited about her. You can learn more about her at GinnyOwensMusic.com. And then our uh, inaugural retreat, uh, the Chrysalis Retreat, is going to be April 5th to April 7th at the Trinity Pines Conference Center. And that's gonna be just a really fun weekend for parents or grandparents of girls or parents of Turner Syndrome. And it's just gonna be a really inspiring and uplifting event. There's gonna be, you know, the typical campfire stuff and breakout sessions and some speakers and uh, stuff like that. Registration for that is gonna open on um, October 1st. It seems like Leaping Butterfly almost has like a dual mission that, uh, you know, most, established diseases or disorders you don't have to explain what they are who they hit you know if it's breast cancer awareness it's you know, pretty obvious it's, it's obvious is, yeah but turner syndrome so first you have to let people know a that it exists correct b what it is c who it hits and d what it does and then once you have that then you're you're also providing resources for those who have it and their family members yeah so that's like kind of a double whammy you have to juggle you know it's 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 been a it's, I don't want to say struggle, but it's been a hard five years to just really get that word out there. And the founder of Leaping Butterfly, Debbie Brown, she's writing her second book. Good. And, um, you know, but it's, it's just a mission that's really, really close to my heart. And so there is a lot of extra work involved because you have to educate people on what it is in the first place. And then we're just trying to do all these events to just get people involved. I mean, even if you come and you don't give any money, that's fine. Just come and learn about it. Mm -hmm. Because in six months from now or a year from now, maybe you know someone who has a daughter who has Turner Syndrome. And so you just have to, you know, spread the word and get educated about it. And think about it because, um, you know, you said one in 2000 and some people may go, well, that's not too many. First off, look at the numbers on that. And secondly, I was just saying earlier, I've got a couple thousand friends on Facebook. Let's say they average one daughter each or something. That means that just in my little circle, th th you know, this is something that is significant and it, and it can affect uh, the path of a young woman. Yeah. And, and, and early detection is key. So there's the karyotype test that you can do. And, you know, the sooner you're able to 
find, and there's a lot of educating doctors as well because a lot of them know about it and a lot of them don't. And um, there's creating education for them as well that the earlier you can detect that a girl has Turner syndrome, the earlier you can start certain therapies and treatments to kind of help them a little bit later on in their life. Well, I'm so glad that, uh, first off, leaving butterflies there, and I know that, um, uh, how, how long has it been going now? I'm trying to remember. So this is our, we're going into our sixth year. Sixth year, okay. So uh, the ministry's been around, I think, for seven or eight, because Debbie wrote a book, and then it took us about a year or two to decide, okay, we need to really do something that, you know, so that's when we started doing the annual events. And that's, now we're just adding on more and more. And Debbie's recently moved out to Austin. So now we're kind of able to to branch from there. And she's made some really great connections out there. So we're just hoping it kind of lights well, the fire. Expanding the reach is a great idea. And I like your model of doing various things around throughout the year. Because sometimes you'll have a nonprofit that puts all their eggs in the one gala basket every year. Yeah. And if, if a basketball game is on the same night or another gala, right. you, you miss out. So great, great model on that. It's always been my personal mission to have little things going on all year long so that we're constantly in the forefront because I want Turner Syndrome to become a household name in a sense that people, when they hear about it, they at least have some recognition, some spark that goes off. And so I think you know, I agree with you, not doing one big event a year, but that's why we're trying to do you know, four or five things a year. We're hoping to kind of do a golf tournament at some point in the future. Cool. To, if you did putt-putt, Dick and I will sign up for it. Okay, perfect. So and I'll pretty much do anything. Well, you do real golf, though, don't you? I can do it. I, I tried it once at one of those indoor places. It was Because that's real golf. Indoor places? What are you talking about? Yeah, swing zone. You know, the one where they have the big that's TV not screen. Real that's not real golf. Well, that's using like a virtual. real club and trying to, to swing oh. the club. Have y'all been to Top Golf ever? Yeah. I drove that's past how. it once. Yeah. You'd like that. We, we'll go there. I tried swinging fun. it. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. I kept on, was it whiffling the ball, whiffing it? Well, you just need missing so, it. You just need, some, you, I missed you just the need heck someone out of who's ball. better than you to teach you how to just kind of start. Okay. They kind of snuggle up behind you and show you how to swing the club <laughs> yeah. the right way. There you go. Well, hell, I'll sign up for that one. So until we get the uh, official Leaping Butterfly Golf Tournament, tell us the event that just happened and what's coming up around the corner again. So the our last one was the one back in February where we raised almost $120,000. But the next one coming up, and you can find all the details on our website, leapingbutterfly.org, is going to be Saturday, August 4th at the Skydiving Company in Madisonville, Texas. There you go. Brave souls. I myself have exited you a perfectly good airplane. You couldn't pay me enough money to jump. I, I, the only time I think I would do it is if I was in line for the million dollars on Amazing Race. But other than that, no thanks. Well, my first time, it took two sergeants to actually throw me out of the airplane. And every subsequent time, yeah, it's an unnatural and ungodly act to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. You just got to ask yourself, do you want to live forever? And then you, you say no and you jump. Not with not with the sheer terror that, that I experienced each time. No, no. It was wonderful. So the Brave Souls on that that's happening in August. Uh, leapingbutterfly.org. Know it, love it, be it. Uh, let's help spread the word about Turner Syndrome. Because seriously, this is the number two genetic disorder. Did I get that right? right? Mm -hmm. uh, for women. Uh, this is, affects a lot of them. And it's it needs to have that awareness mm -hmm. that other uh, maladies do. 
Danielle, thanks so much for popping down here. I really appreciate y'all having me on again, and hopefully you'll uh, have me back again a little later on yeah. in the year. We'd love well, it. Tell the people to strap on a, a helmet cam when they jump out of the airplane, and we'll stream it. Okay. I will make a note of that. They'll stream their screams as they plummet to their doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Let's not cancel the event with your scary talk. Yeah. No, just, no, just watch it and see what happens. It's like watching the High Wire act. You, you don't want something to go bad, but you're ready for it. And, you know, you got to watch it. How do you wake up with that kind of attitude? You're listening to Mornings at Lone Star. It's age. It's 1029. We'll be right back. We're going to take a sponsored break because we're brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. we still got about 30 minutes left in the show, so stick around. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. It is 1032 on the dot. We're in our final half hour of the show talking with Danielle Sokol from Leaping Butterfly Ministries, uh, talking about the recent successful fundraiser they had for uh to raise funds and awareness of turner syndrome which has nothing to do with turner and hooch 
Uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. Brett. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brett, for, for that snicker that you gave me earlier. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, genetic disorder that affects a, a lot of young women. And uh, good good on them for their recent fundraiser and their upcoming events, including uh, the perils of skydiving. <laughs> I just, it's just wrong to skydive. So yeah, moving on from that. What? How's that traffic coming along? Oh man, come on, come on! What's the? I've been picking all the headlines. Oh, I got a question for you. Yes. Uh, what happened like twenty years ago with Microsoft getting hit with like antitrust or is it antitrust? What do they get in trouble? For? Yeah, SEC. Yeah, basically monopoly. What did they do? Uh, they ninety-eight percent of all uh, computers were Windows-based. What they would do is they would prepackage Windows on computers and then force out basically swing deals with the outlets to uh preload it yeah to preload it and not have not promote the the Macs or other operating systems as much well max had its own computer though right well what i'm saying is that not only was it all pcs had windows on top of them but also the stores are saying it was like here hold the sell this vhs player not the betamax basically forcing the betamax out Kind of forcing Max to not be sold as be as popular. I don't see what's wrong with that. Well, in order to maintain a free market economy, you have to be able to have competition. And if someone is so big that no one could possibly stand up to them, then that's where antitrust laws come into it. That's where SEC, which is why I was really surprised with the Disney purchase of Fox, because with Disney owning ABC and Fox, it just it really surprised me uh, that the SEC allowed that, or, or not the SEC, I think the FCC, uh, to allow that. Because that's kind of a, a broadcast monopoly, in my humble opinion, but obviously I have no degrees on the wall behind me to back that one up. And yes, Brett is right. Betamax lost the video wars because there was no porn on beta, though we tried very hard. I agree with you, Brett. You don't even know what Betamax is. Yeah, I do. I was around for that. Were you around for Betamax? Yeah, I was like three. <laughs> my uh, my dad had a Betamax. I still don't see what the problem with this is. Because the reason I bring this up is Google got hit in Europe about it. Basically, they... Oh, yeah, $5 billion fine from yeah, the EU. And about their phone and about coming preloaded with Google search and stuff like that. Like, what's wrong with doing that? Because it do doesn't on the surface give the user the choice to choose their search service now i can understand if you couldn't like use anything else but you can mm -hmm. you just have to download it so what's the issue here i don't know like they're not restricting it like the windows thing they're not restricting you from using windows you can use linux if you bought a computer from best buy right you just have to install it. But here's the thing. So to install Linux, you have to do it online, right? No. Uh, how do no, you get... there's a big movement where they mail it to you. Okay, because in the old days, that. Was, that was funny. That you was, would have to I think it was like an African online. prince who started. And we had Internet Explorer and we had Netscape. Those yeah. were the two browsers. It's like we had Word and WordPerfect. Yeah, but like I, I guess what I'm trying to understand is what – where has this been proven to be a bad scenario to be in? What industry? To have a monopoly? 
Well, I mean, I get monopolies, but I'm talking about this unique scenario where, like, Microsoft was coming preloaded on machines, but they weren't saying you can't buy this machine and not install another operating system. But they were telling resellers you have to sell this machine with Windows on it, right? Mm -hmm. You can't install anything else on it. Yeah, and actually, um, hold on. Because I don't think Microsoft or Apple, Apple has never been, their business model has never been, oh, install my operating system on other computers. Right, it's Macintosh proprietary, computer. right. And in fact, uh, Microsoft won the antitrust suit brought by Apple. You know, when Apple was complaining about, you know, you're you're nudging us out of the market. Yeah. Microsoft said, no, we're not. You're you're a different animal altogether. Yeah. Macs and PCs will never meet in the middle. Because I remember the early days. <clears throat> so you would have been very young if you'd have even been born. The computers we had Commodore, we had Amiga, we had Atari, we had IBM. Then the IBM clones came out, and and yeah. Atari had Gem Desktop and the original Macs that looked like the Banana 2000. You know, they had their own operating system and it was a free for all. And there was no, a lot of the games and stuff were, it was, they were 97% IBM compatible. And that's what actually got, it's funny how IBM had the computer market and then they lost it to the clones. I mean, I saw. I don't get it. I know, and like I imagine that there's a restriction, and that's why monopolies come around. But I would say technologies get shifted, though. Like one day, Google's not going to be the cool search engine. Like it's never going to be. Well, if you notice on TV shows, uh, like NBC shows, they use Bing. You know when they're you know like not yeah, well, that's probably sponsored. Exactly. So you know there there are ways to do it. This is a funny example of this when i was growing up uh ma bell owned at&t at&t was kind of like the the splint uh, ma bell was local at&t was long distance yeah and they ma bell was forced to split up because of the monopoly so you had southwestern bell and, and, and all these things well eventually decades later at&t buys out the bells so it's all at&t now so basically it's the same monopoly just the student became the master and i'm wondering how could that could be allowed to happen basically they wanted at&t and the bell system split up this thing was a monopoly so it was split up and now they're reintegrated again so it's because if anything this whole thing taught me how to reload windows with all the bloat software and all the other you know the add add on stuff mm -hmm. i mean it's not you just have to learn how to do it and I think the I think that, is that the issue is they don't make it easy. Well, yeah, you I mean, don't want to make it as hard as possible. But that that's not necessarily an antitrust situation. That's like okay, we did all this hard work. You you should use our product. But I'm I'm a fan of using the open source stuff. Like I have you know on one of my computers I have Office because it came with the computer. But on another one, I love using Open Office, which is the open source version of Office, yeah. and it's great. It does its thing. Uh, it's, it's handy dandy. You you have choices. I still don't get it. Maybe I'm just not understanding it. Yeah, it's beyond our pay grade. Yeah, thanks, Brett, for trying to help me out. Just not Brett. Just <laughs> not Brett. So, got some local news to talk about. Cool. Um, so you know there was the issue in Montgomery County about use, repurposing storage containers. Yes. And uh, it was going back and forth. Well, finally, in court, uh, 
it received no support. So now the whole non-container, you know, the container ban has failed, which is, is good because, you know, we have some, some friends. We have Mark Cook, of course, the Green Zone Housing that repurposes these containers to real housing for veterans. And I mean, like, this is real stuff with air conditioning and electricity and running water. And, you, you know, they're cool. And some offices are using them as well. So that this is of note that that, that did change. Uh, the Precinct 4 Constable's Office got a couple of Humvees uh, that at zero cost to the taxpayers. And these are going to help <clears throat> tow boats and stuff in times of uh, emergency that are to supplement the three Humvee trucks they already have. And Commissioner James Nowak, Precinct 3, is really pushing for some sidewalk safety. Earlier we were talking about the uh, the self-driving Uber car. And when you find out that at fault was the person, the, was the victim, the person who got hit. And we did have a fatality, a pedestrian fatality here in Montgomery County not too long ago. And so uh, Commissioner Nowak is really pushing forward a sidewalk safety a program to help as more and more people jogging, walking, and biking uh, to, to sharing the roads. Because, you know, up here we really don't have bike lanes. And I remember in Houston a few years ago, that was a big honking thing. And they were just so unprepared for it because the streets were just wide enough to have two lanes and then to force in a, uh, a bike lane. It would cause accidents between the cars because they suddenly had not enough room. And finally, I want to talk about this later, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. You know, we have a nudist colony nearby in Montgomery County. You've been spying on my house. Uh, we have two nudist colonies then. Emerald Lake, only 20 minutes away from the woodlands. Is this a legit? It's legit. It is actually legit. It's family friendly. I'm trying to wrap myself around that one. Um, But yeah, it's uh, fully. No, I don't know, man. I think it looks like a normal neighborhood to me. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's not what I think a lot of us think a nudist colony or or nudist uh, beach or resort. Where did you you read that this was a. This was in yesterday's Conroe Courier. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Is it really? Like, I don't see anything on the... Well, uh, they're not going to have people running naked on the website. It welcome, No, it welcomes nudists. Mm-hmm. So it's not a nudist colony. It's just saying if you're a nudist, you can hang out there. Well, and uh, contrary to popular opinion... Uh, it's yes, a resort, not the whole neighborhood. No, I, did, yeah, it's a, I said resort. I did play it back. I said nudist colony is what I said originally. Um, Be careful. What it is. No, it's not a community. It's not like maybe, a naked maybe neighborhood. Maybe you should work for CNN. Oh, well, if they're going to be in existence. If they're going to pay. Yeah, they're going to pay, pay me. I'll write whatever you want me to write, right? You think, I, you think that kind of desperation happens in the journalism world? Oh, yes, absolutely. CNN is bottom of the ratings. I mean, they just released Based the on, on what, though? I mean, if, you're, if you tell me a poll, I'm going to be like, do we know no. how polls go? Based on viewership. You can't track viewers on TV. Mm, yes, you can. That's how they determine ratings. There's no there's no way to get 100% check on who's but you, watching But you get what. a sense of it, though, and also you can... With a poll. Okay. That's what the needs and whatever they, ratings are. They, people to, sign up, and then they say, hey, what did you watch? I watched this. Well, here's the thing. Polls tend to skew liberal because people— Want to sound the best. They want to sound the best. They want to sound progressive yeah. and stuff. So you'd think, as if the polls are saying CNN's bottom of the the news list, then it is the bottom Do of the news Do you know anybody list. that's on the, the rating system? 
Not us. So. Oh, you mean like a Nielsen family? Yeah, like I don't know anybody. But you're not supposed to tell people you're a Nielsen family. I still, I think it's Man, all I fake. I think you do know people who are Nielsen people, but they just, they can't tell you. If you're not, don't wink because some guy took that as an advancer from a horse. What? I told you that. Not on the air, though. See how I'm yeah, being ignorant so you can he tell? He violated a horse because he thought the horse gave him consent by winking at him. Did the horse say no? It said nay. Hey, thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- 647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or child care? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. The best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. Hello. 1048 on the dot. Good morning. Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. 
Um, Skip it here talking here. It's 82 degrees still. I can't believe it hasn't gone up anymore. I think my phone's lagging here. It's going to get up to 97 today. Uh, traffic is typical traffic, so be cautious about that. Wear your SPF and wear your hats. Good day today. Got great conversations going on the air, off the air, and on our Facebook and YouTube lives. Remember, you can tune into us every day on Facebook, YouTube. You can comment live. You can call us, 936-647-3776, and listen to us worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Plus, if you're in the Conroe area, hit us up on FM 104.5 and 106.1. We podcast every show in the evening, so we're available on all podcast platforms. Check us out. We'd love it. We are sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. If you want to be a sponsor, let us know. Hit us up at Milwiz, M-W-L-S, at IRLoneStar.com, and let us know that you just like to give us your money, and we'll talk all about it. So it is already now 10.49 a.m. on the dot. Just a few minutes left in today's show. So we were talking about um, uh, local stuff that happened. Uh, but let's go national for a bit. This this is something that's interesting. So there are a couple of cities that are going to be trying the basic wage scenario. Oh, here we go. Another fake news story. No, no, no. This is um. So Stockton, California, is pushing to institute a basic wage of five hundred dollars a month for every city resident, and it's a no strings attached. Basically, everyone gets five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And uh, now Stockton, of course, was bankrupt in 2012. <gasps> Big shock there. Uh, well, also, uh, Chicago, under the auspices of Mayor Rahm Emanuel, is offering the same thing to 1,000 families. They're going to try a 1,000 family pilot program in Chicago to give them $500 a month just cash. There you go. Or oh, I'm sure there's a check. Um, and, and meanwhile, overseas, uh, former President Obama gave a speech where he's talking about the need, strong need for a universal income. And uh, so giving money just to people unearned like that, I, I myself am flashing back to FEMA's debacle after Katrina when, you know, they were just giving out the $5,000 visa card. Yeah. Just making it rain. With, again, with, with no, when I say no strings attached, it's like, here's $5,000 for your house. And all of a sudden there were a lot of, Mercedes-Benz is bought or cars or big TVs and inside housing situations. So what are your thoughts on this basic wage scenario? I mean, I think it's a horrible idea personally, but I'm open to hear other what I would be arguments. What I would be interested in is, and this is something that it's kind of like what we do with our taxes where basically it's a free interest loan you know, for the government. And what you do is at the end of the month, you provide what you've purchased and you get up to whatever amount. Oh, you mean so covered. like so like a, a family of four, let's say, spends $1,000 on groceries. Or whatever. They could be, be rent or be whatever. But to reimburse them? Well, I mean, that's the only thing. Because how can you control it? When you have those limitations, because we know there's always room for corruption for WIC and things like that, but how do you really help people? Well, again, and the and the, and the down from what I understand down the road, they're trying to help people who don't have the basic needs. 
right? That's the whole purpose of this? Yes, but we have some, even in Montgomery County, we have some nonprofits that they are big about giving a hand up, not a well, hand Well, that's what I'm out. saying. So it's like. This is a hand out. This is just, here's $500 well, a month. Man, how do you turn it into fit. a hand up? Work for it. So. <laughs> in my in my opinion. Uh, if someone is, you don't like to say if you've been unemployed and you have to go to Texas Workforce Commission and sign yeah. What if they had jobs available through them? Temporary jobs, like saying, right here, right now, we have this partnership with this temp agency, and you can be working as a receptionist. And there, there you go. Instead of the just the the handout, I just think it's very ill-advised to just willy-nilly give out money with with no strings attached. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you either figure out a system where, but then again, if you're trying to help people with, who are in in need. But that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily people in need. It's like saying everybody. They're saying everybody deserves at least five hundred dollars a month from the government. So no matter what, even if you're Jeff Bezos, yep. you get five hundred dollars. Well, I think if you're making more than five hundred dollars a month, you don't get it. But if you make under five hundred dollars a month, you get it. So here, or is it could also be you're just getting five hundred dollars a month. If you're a citizen, that's what Stockton's wanting to do. Every citizen. Well, it's just the benefit of living in the town, say. Like, hey, a perk of living in in Alaska is you sometimes get money from us. Okay, well, so if this is all city money that's going, that means the city taxes have to go up yeah. for those who are making money. Because the tax, you only taxed on money that you've made. Well, what happens, an income tax. What would happen if it's an option, say you are a wealthy person, and you make a steady income, you waive the $500? And then when you, if you choose to waive it, you get a tax break. Here's the thing, because I'm getting taxed thousands times more than people who aren't rich yeah. to fund this program. So I would move for, out of Stockton for Chicago. And that's what we were finding over the last several years, that businesses were getting busted like that. Look at the head tax yeah. we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Businesses are going, it's not my job to handle your homeless problem. But these are the same people that would gladly give one point five billion to another foundation because they're philanthropists. They want to help, but they just don't want to be told by the government you have to help us. Yeah. Well, we get we gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. All right. Just get off your high horse. My, Jeez. Every time. My high horse that says nay because it winked at me. That's just wrong. That's that's a real life equus going Isn't on that there. Bizarre. That, that's a real. I, I don't want to think deal, about this Deal, folks. One. Real deal. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are the real deal. <laughs> This is Maureen's Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Special thanks to Leaping Butterfly Ministries. Thank Check you, them out online at leapingbutterfly.org for all their upcoming fundraising events and find more information about Turner Syndrome and women. Uh, we're gonna tomorrow, I believe, we have a replay tomorrow. Okay. Set up, so we'll miss you guys. Uh, outside that, we still have Toast of the Town today. Around noon o'clock. And then we have more stuff coming your way on Lone Star Community Radio. Check out the show calendar, IRLoneStar.com. Uh, Sean, take care of yourself. Dick, you too. We'll see you guys later. What it don't get, I can't use. I want money.